0: What is going on, Slackers Podcast, Episode 3. Welcome to the show. Sam Scalbania, as always, with the man Jimmy Goodman. How's it going? Hello, folks. we got a great show for you today. We've got a special guest, a student guest, actually, for the Mm. first time. We have local lunatic Michael Sutter. And after listening to about 10 seconds of his sports takes, you'll know why we call him the local lunatic. Um, So that's coming up. He's a great interview. Get excited for that. What else we got going on, Jimmy?
1: Oh well, I mean, today especially we have some we have some rumblings about Clay Hilton. Mm-hmm. My best best friend in this world.
0: Yeah, I heard you guys are close. Uh
1: yeah, you know. I mean we have been for a while. Yeah. I regard him as a close family friend. Um, so today the uh lead college football writer from the Athletic, Bruce Feldman, reported that the case of USC firing Clay Hilton might not be as open and shut as people once mm-hmm. imagined. That's um, so this unfortunate. is yeah unfortunate is one way to put it um it has I mean
0: I mean very fortunate for the man's job let's think about let's think about the family
1: you know it's good for the Pac12 it's good for Notre Dame <laughs> it's not quite good for those who want to see southern california succeed so this has certainly sent some shockwaves through the uh, the twitterverse at the very least um, a lot of conspiracies a lot of rumors a lot of concern and i can understand that Completely, I've, I've been theorizing, you know, for 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 a while that a Clay Helton return job for 2020 would bring this university's fan base to its knees. And
0: so basically, you're saying
1: we're on the cusp all, of that.
0: All USC fans should be the biggest Utah and Oregon fan. Oh, Utah fan, just big, go Utes. It all actually the
1: way. could be more than that. Some USC fans might actually need, need to be UCLA fans. Ooh! Yes, we ran a. Whoa! Uh, ran. Oh yeah, I forgot.
0: It's conquest yes. Quest week. It is conquest we're, week. <laughs> sorry, we're huge fans. I forgot about our <laughs> our huge huge rival. I mean, honestly, it's like at it, every time it happens, it's not. I'm never like, oh yeah, rah rah, let's go. It's conquest. Ooh, can't wait to go beat up, beat up beat them up. You know.
1: Okay, that's like a pretty personal take. I, I'm a big fan of the USC-UCLA rivalry. Really? we some great games thus far. I mean, in, in well, the history of tenure. Awful for us. Good game overall. Yeah. Very yeah. dramatic.
0: Production conclusion. value very high. Yeah. yeah, production value is high. Kind of like this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And I mean, personally, I haven't been to a Notre Dame game yet. And I oh, no, won't I there. as a student, but I've been to every UCLA game. You know? Yeah,
0: I think I have too. That's a total lie. Um, but I went to the one last year. I think that's the yeah. only one. I think I should just sit this one out because on, the only time I go, we lose.
1: Uh, I, I think. No, you that's not true. To... I
0: went. I went freshman year. Actually, I think we you won. need
1: to uh, separate your own like narcissism with the, the <laughs> wins and losses of USC football. But
0: I need to separate my narcissism from a lot of things. Uh, so. Yeah, you you do. <laughs> um,
1: but no, I mean we ran a we ran a poll on Twitter today. Yeah. Asking if people would rather see USC beat UCLA and risk keeping Clay or see them lose allow UCLA to have the victory bell for yet another year but mm-hmm. but stick the nail in the clay
0: coffin theoretically and if we lose he's gone i can guarantee that yes I'm pr- pr- pretty but, damn sure
1: but there still was a good like 60 40 split 40% or so of USC fans would be okay with seeing UCLA win <laughs> just to see Clay
0: hold we're desperate we really that's, are that's that's actually crazy um but desperate times yeah i know well i honestly don't really I want urban so bad. Like Oh me too. Yeah. I think this is it's a win win kind of. You know, if we lose, we win. You know, we get we get Urban Meyer. If we I'm just telling you, like it's it's gonna be so cool if we have Urban Meyer.
1: You know, I get your philosophy, you're the Jameis Winston, the glass is has half full <laughs> of water and half full with air. Right. Um so then it's full. Yeah. I'm more of a glass half empty when it comes okay. to this because of the the fact that I mean it it's more of a lose lose. You either lose to UCLA mm-hmm. or you possibly keep Clay Helton. That's mm-hmm. the way I see it. You know,
0: I see. I see that. Yeah, I'm not following, but I see, I see what it, you're saying. Not, no, you no, know, you, yeah. we have our own philosophies. That's, that's right. All right.
1: That's what makes the podcast exciting.
0: Um, <laughs> right. we keep it spicy out, out here. Um, so the other thing that happened today, is the up, uh, Miles Garrett his suspension was upheld. Yes, pretty unsurpr- unsurprising, but a little exciting tidbit. Is that he claimed that uh, Mason Rudolph used a racial slur before the incident happened, and then basically I saw on Twitter Baker May- Mayfield like basically said like that didn't happen or like he kind of like ratted him out, which is I think is crazy. And then the ev- the NFL came out and said there's no evidence apparently that that ever happened. I don't really know how the NFL goes about like gathering evidence about something like that? Just oh, least, no,
1: they have plenty of recording. They have a lot
0: of media from every game. Imagine if, imagine if one of them was mic'd up.
1: <laughs> no, no. I, I think that there actually literally were mic'd up players on the field. Oh, really? And they went through that. They probably interviewed hmm. the Steelers' offensive linemen who are proximate. And it, it seems like no one came up with the evidence that Miles Garrett had been purporting. And he just, about 30 minutes ago, released a statement saying that he heard what he heard and is... Sorry for the event that he's caused hmm. with his reaction and whatnot. I think, you know, the Twitter theorists have a good point when it comes to the fact that no one heard anything about this from Miles Garrett until now, which seemed the timing would seem a little bit interesting. Yeah. Because if this did happen, one would imagine it's the first thing he would say after stepping off the field when everyone was yeah. probably thinking, why in the hell would you do this?
0: Um, so, But at the same time, like an incident like that, I don't know. If, if he, I just like, I'm there, I'm going to believe him just okay. because, you know, I don't know. That's a serious allegation. I, I, I have some shred of like respect for him because I read some articles about him one time. You know, I'm, I'm that kind of a guy. You know, you just read an article. You're like, well, oh, guys, that guy's a great guy. He did like the body issue, uh-huh. you know, he put himself out there. Seems he like reads books. He watches Rick and Morty. He's clearly a very intelligent person.
1: That and if he can be that honest with his body,
0: yeah, that's know. right. But I mean, seriously, like I, th- from what I've read, like he seems like a pretty like grounded, good guy. So I'd like to believe, keyword, I'd like to believe that he wouldn't make an allegation as uh, serious as that without you know being really serious about it. Sure. But also, it's. <laughs> Not looking great. for A
1: lot him. of the evidence doesn't exactly line up in his favor. Yeah,
0: no, it doesn't. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, listeners, we're we're watching the Thursday night game here, so if you hear any oohs and ahs from us, well, we're, you're probably not going to hear a lot of oohs and ahs from an AFC South game. But uh, hey. we got <laughs> we got Texans Colts going on right now. Actually, a huge game for the AFC playoffs. But yeah, I don't know. I feel I, I'm so detached from that league, other than Deshaun Watson being on my okay. Fantasy well, team.
1: as the AFC guy in the room, um. The Ravens really are kind of set against these fucking losers. Um, <laughs> it, that's the technical term for them. Um, right, right. I mean, a Texans would, would probably help more because we have the tiebreaker and a couple games on them. Mm. Um, but, you know, it, anything that just results in other AFC teams beating the hell out of each other, just like that Brown Steelers game, the, the real winner from that game by far was the Ravens. Plenty of suspensions. Oh yeah, plenty of injuries. It's, it literally exactly. Are you
0: worried about either of those teams? Oh, never. As a Ravens but, fan, but th- I don't think that sound, there's. Sound a little worried.
1: Uh, it certainly was the greatest <laughs> game in Ravens history that they did not take. Well,
0: part actually, you know what? No, no You were not worried about the actual play that they could deliver in like a game against the Ravens. You were just worried about Miles Garrett killing Lamar Jackson. Yes. Okay. All right. There we go. Thanks. thanks that on for the record. <laughs> the clarification. Yes. Totally understand that. Um, let's see, what's, what else is going on? Um, I don't know, man, not that much, honestly. Wow.
1: <laughs> you seem to be taking this pretty harshly. Hey, you know, the MLB hot stove is starting to get, our, you know, running. We had our first big oh, signing of the, uh. Oh yeah, the Astros.
0: The Wait, I, I mean, we haven't, this has been oh, kind of yeah. old news, but that, that's just crazy. And yeah. I'm actually going to take this news as, um, the reason why the Mariners haven't made the playoffs in the last okay. 20 years. Just, just cause I think you got to, right? You just gotta assume they've been doing it for the last twenty years. I think actually, in in reality, the Mariners suck so bad, in part because they suck at cheating. Like I don't think they're. I think they're really bad at cheating. Like okay. they and their pitchers get injured all the time, and we're just a fucking wreck. And I hate us, and it makes me sad all the time. But I think actually, we're just a bunch of losers, and nobody wants to cheat, and they're bad at it. Like Robinson Cano, You got in trouble for a diuretic, and you got suspended for eighty games. They couldn't figure out a way around that. Other people are using straight-up HGH, and they get away with it. Uh, it, You know? I I mean, they don't all get away with it. I don't know about that. Okay, Um, whatever. You know, catch my drift. I'm
1: I'm bummed out. I think Seattle's problem is they spend all this time with, you know, Qualcomm, and they're like, Oh, we're the loudest stadium in the NFL. Qualcomm. You, oh wait, was that San it's Diego
0: the Chargers Stadium? What is oh. That's yeah, sorry, a little bit of a sorry, tease sorry, for sorry. Our, for our segment sorry. coming up. With CenturyLink. With the CenturyLink. Yes, yeah, CenturyLink. I always confuse the two. Come on, know. it's the Clink.
1: Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, CenturyLink. You know they spend all that time there and and they're That's like the football field no but it's okay. a, it's a city culture thing they're guess, like oh yeah. we're the loudest fans in the nfl oh, and then they try to carry that over to baseball and when they try to bang on the drums on the <laughs> trash cans no one can hear them oh yeah. so it's right. seattle getting in its own way you know right they, they think there you can't have too much of a good of a good thing but in this case they did
0: yeah i think also we're just we're, you know we're just we got so much going on in our city you know and like we just can't focus on a baseball i'm sorry I I'm going to stop myself. That was terrible. Yeah, sure. Um I just but, don't uh, think there's
1: enough just, data and analytics in Seattle just to say a good baseball. Team. <laughs> yeah, I know. They don't have the tech it's support. not Yeah, it's just yeah. not like a it's city not really, culture yeah, kind it's of not thing. It's not really like
0: very forward they wouldn't in get that. kind of any industry at all. No. But hey, go Totems 2021. You better watch out. Is that official? Well, yeah, we're getting a team, 2020. No, no, the, uh, the, oh, the name. the name. No, I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. They haven't announced it. I like, how are they not selling jerseys already? Like, that's I don't know. crazy to me.
1: They have years to do this, and people will I, buy a lot of them.
0: I'm I'm prepared to buy a jersey with no name on it, which is, like, the worst thing ever. Like, I hate it when there's, like, fan, like, a number. I wouldn't get anything on the back, but I'd immediately buy a jersey. Okay. If name so came out today. They're I can't cool.
1: believe that we haven't broached this subject yet. The fan 12 Seattle oh my jerseys God. Don't even get me are the biggest abomination. You know how, like... Sometimes you'll get like that like that you'll like see like the toddler jersey and it's just mm-hmm. like the team and number one yeah, or whatever. That's, that's or even sometimes like like right after the draft when players haven't chosen number, you can get like Lamar Jackson one or whatever yeah, right after yeah. he gets drafted. Or like the number they were the picked in. Seattle twelve jerseys are the biggest abomination in jersey history.
0: Well, I know, they're awful. Who
1: we- who what freak? goes to nflshop.com and is like, you know what? I want to spend $120 on something that tells people that I'm a fan of the team twice,
0: <laughs> you know, you know what it because is? Because I see it, that
1: it says Seahawks and you're wearing it. That means that you're a fan. We they, get
0: that. You know what it is? It's for relatives who don't know their relatives very well, other than like, they just know that they're a fan and they just go on there. And they're like, oh, fuck, uh, I know he likes Seahawks. I guess shit. I mean, I guess like it's like for ants, like strictly for ants. They're just like, oh, my, my nephew is like 20. He probably likes that team. Like, that'll work, right? I don't know which player he likes, but I know he likes that team. Think, real, little do they know that they're buying the worst gift possible for their kids. I think their it, nephew.
1: it should call into question the legitimacy of the loudest fan argument because <laughs> it, it's clear that they don't know who the hell is on their team. <laughs> they just think that they're on the
0: team. Yeah, they're just yelling,
1: fans. <laughs> they raise a flag and they're like, hey, we're on the team. And and the rest of the NFL is like, fundamentally, you're not on the field.
0: <laughs> you know what the best part about this is, actually? I think they still do, but they used to have to rent out the licensing for 12th fan our 12th from man Texas from A&M. Texas A&M, from Tamu, baby.
1: Oh, the whole thing is just so terrible and crazy. I know.
0: Well, we're pretty good, so it's all good. Yeah, not better than the Ravens, but yo, that's but, that's actually crazy. I have to. This is the last thing we'll be, okay, we'll get to a segment here, but the Seahawks are underdogs against the Eagles this Sunday. Is it in Philly? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can see that. It's. Is it, we're, Whenever Plus you one play, and a half. Whenever you play an NFC East team, they're always gonna be like, "Oh well, you know, um, yet. it big media market, uh, yeah. the the big rivalry." Well, don't forget about Carson. You Wentz, know, oh yeah. yeah, a lot of money is going into the team. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the fans are gonna turn out. <laughs> they're gonna be tailgating. <laughs> I, it's gonna be crazy. Oh,
0: honestly, I would be fine with it if I was if I knew that the Eagles were wearing their black jerseys because oh, those things loser. are awesome.
1: Well, no, total losing jerseys, though, you know what
0: I mean? Well, they have lost every time they played them, I think, this season. Yeah, exactly. All right, anyways, so we'll get to our interview here with our local lunatic, Michael Sutter. It's a great interview. Stick around. Here he is, Michael Sutter. All right, we're going to welcome to the show our local lunatic, Michael Sutter. Welcome on. Slackers, how's it feel? Thanks, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. So can you give us a little
2: background what – why do you think you're the local, local lunatic? Why do you think we give you that moniker? Honestly, I think this name is uh, incorrectly bestowed upon me. Um, okay. I take a lot of pride and a lot of um, emphasis in my takes, and I feel like I'm a very passionate <laughs> fan. I've been watching football for the last 15 years or so. So, Can you give us take some... A, when I take a, a take, uh, I stand by it. Yeah. And... Yeah, unless passionate. somebody, like, puts money on it, and then and then you back down, right? No, not necessarily. I like to, as I like to say, anchor woe in my <laughs> my different negotiation nope. tactics. So if, I, <laughs> if I'm betting over-under or even proposing a fantasy trade, I want to make sure I'm getting the best bang for my buck. Right. Can which you, means I'm not going to give you my best offer right off the bat. No chance. <laughs> come on, now. I don't think a fool would do that. Right. Of course. Can you give us some credentials? What, what are we working with here? You know what? Why mm. should... Why should we listen to you? Um, actually, this is interesting. Uh, Jimmy and I used to work on the football team. My sophomore year, I worked as a football manager under oh. the wide receivers coach, T. Martin. Oh. i a big fan of him. He's the <laughs> former offensive coordinator. He's now... O.C., assistant head coach over at Tennessee. right? Um, so I got to see the ins and outs of the and and program a little bit, which is nice. Yeah, they're a top 15 program, right? Uh, they're going to get there, don't worry. right? T. Yeah, Martin's, close. One, one of the takes I did have was that uh, Tennessee would end up in the top 15 by the end of the year, um, and they weren't coming in with very much. I think they were coming up with a 4-8 season, but maybe, maybe I put a little too much faith in T. Martin's ability to turn around that program in such a short time. However... <laughs> He was known as the the best recruiter in the building at SC. Oh, and I okay. think that in the next season or two they'll be able to pull together a pretty solid team in that tough SEC.
0: Right, I'm I'm on the uh, the college football like on ESPN like checking games and they actually don't come up. Tennessee doesn't. Yeah, I guess they're, they're not all. 25 they're yet. The top twenty five. Yeah, no, I'm in I'm in section. all of it. They're just not on there. Maybe it's the bye week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <But> <laughs> obviously they're on there. I was just they're bad. They're really bad. If you don't yeah. know about Tennessee football, they're they're really bad. Um. So thank you. Yeah, that's your. That's it. That's all you got. That's why you're on the show. I got plenty of takes I can give you. <laughs> wow, <don't worry.
1: laughs> really harsh opener here from Sam. But, but no, Sutter and I, we we did share our time on the manager squad. It was uh, it was, whew, you know,
2: a, a nonstop thrill ride, if you will,
1: of um, doing a lot of work and not getting paid. It was oh, fantastic. Awesome. Did,
2: did you guys know that the USC manager squad is the only manager division in the entire Pac-12 that is unpaid? We'd and be working at least forty-hour weeks. Yep. Oh my God. Oh. Cleaning rock straps, putting jerseys on pads, like it was a mess. I'm one so of the few, sorry. certainly
1: in the country too. I mean, I have a buddy who works. I don't know if you basketball guys... at West Virginia, and that's a top-tier program. Hey, man, all I gotta say got is, paid?
2: if Oregon State is paying their managers, I don't know what their endowments looking like. I'm guessing it's somewhere in the one to two hundred million dollar range, and we're rocking a cool five point five billion dollars. You don't think you could give the managers maybe even minimum okay. wage, just throw it their way if you, know? you
0: if you guys can't hear uh like listeners i'm playing currently the smallest violin in the world for these fucking he doesn't okay, what,
1: what you don't understand <laughs> and, and and i think i'm speaking for michael on this too um when the state of california passed the fair play to play fair pay to play act mm-hmm. it was not because of any student athletes it wasn't because of current or former college players. It was because of the managers. You damn right? right. They saw our working <laughs> conditions Amen. and said, This shit stops now. That's a direct <laughs> quote actually, verbatim. Actually
0: I know some managers do get paid and the players don't. Which is yeah. bananas. You're I, you're you're currently asking for pay for like just I don't know, you're cleaning what did you say, cleaning drops Nobody nobody gives a shit. What, they go out there. And play in front of millions of people. And they, I get that. And they could get horrifically injured. No, but no. And see, they work there and that's, t-
1: that's where the similarities go you know in. We're not doing this right now. They, the
2: job. W- Let it be known. <laughs> yeah,
1: not, exactly. You
2: know what? We're moving on. We're moving on. They
1: play in front of millions. We play in front of tens. But we both put our bodies at harm.
2: <laughs> you know what? I do want to say one thing on the T. Martin conversation you guys were having earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fan of the guy because he's a oh, people's wait. person. Clay Helton? Clay Helton, yeah. Oh, cool. Because um, a lot of people <laughs> within the building, they... Um, they, they, he's well-respected and the players like playing him and stuff. But my issue with Clay Helton is that when it comes down to, and if you want to win a national championship in college football, you've got to have an elite head coach who schematically has brains above the other competition. My issue with Clay Helton is I saw too often in practice, I've told you this, Sam, before, mm-hmm. too often in practice, he would be literally spotting the ball and saying like first down and acting yep. like a referee, like an official versus sitting back with a play card, Calling up plays, reading the defense, and kind of going from there, and educating other coaches. He seems too much of like a facilitator in my eyes, and that's not someone who's going to end up getting an eleven win season. That's yeah. someone who maybe make you go eight and four, nine and three in a good year. But that's not someone who's going to take you over the hump seven. and maybe even five and seven and miss your f- first bowl game in two decades. Well, I can tell you, big bummer. Somebody who can do that, connect with those players, take them to the next
0: level, is fucking Coach O, like to the max. Yeah, like, I know. he clearly like. Just owns that locker room and it's awesome. Like you see, everybody's seen the video. Probably not everybody. Where he goes at the end of the Alabama game, he goes, "Roll Tide, what? Fuck you!" And the whole uh. the whole locker room goes nuts. Like I don't think I could see Clay doing that. He looks like freaking like Saint Bernard dog. Just like well, that was a tough game, guys. I don't care. You well, know, the greatest. He part doesn't. About, he doesn't give it to me.
1: The greatest part about Clay Hilton is is. It's his discount Ed Ogeron status, you know? He's the Southern guy who comes out and yeah. he's like, oh hey, yeah, we got some dogs out here. We got some big dogs out in front. Yeah, we're going to block today. We're going to
0: run the football. He doesn't sound like that it, No, all. no, I, I promise you. It's kind you. of close, though, actually. I, it, I'll give you that. He kind of does a little bit. I know what you're bit. talking about.
1: And that's why he's the discount. Yeah. You know, he doesn't win football games. His players, they like him. They like right, him. His players are really good, too. And his players it's, are really good.
0: I well, Before we move on to uh, Bolt Gang, which we'll explain later oh boy um (laughs) he we have great players and i want to just give a quick shout out keaton slovis looks great he's a true freshman he's awesome i'm excited to watch him play later on um total stud it's super cool at the school that we can have two quarterbacks get injured and we're still relatively chilling like look we had a terrible season don't get me wrong but like the level that they're playing at as a third string or second string player is phenomenal and it's awesome to watch and then also Tyler Vaughn, Michael Pittman Jr., Amon-Ra, they're so awesome. Drake London. Drake London. Yeah, he's on the up. He's he's they're just all fucking awesome. It's so cool. So anyways, <laughs> I just had to, I just had to give a quick shout out cuz
2: we talk a lot of shit, you know, we're complaining all the time, but they're awesome. We they're, do have it pretty good. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys saw this stat, but Keaton Swovis is the first SC quarterback to have 3 games over 400 yards passing yep. ever. Yeah. USC's football history. We're quarterback you, baby. It's awesome. And
1: I honestly, I mean, like this just goes to show, like no one would ever really pin the success, the failures of USC over the past few years on the players. I know it's total coaching, I and mean, you, yeah, you that, see it time and true. time again. That that was the most apparent thing from the Arizona State game.
0: If anything, our criticism of the team is so for the players, exactly that we're trying uh, to you know save them. Yes, yeah, we we're the heroes. We, I mean, we're going to go down probably as the crusaders of the players' rights yes. and their championship later. That'll come in like two years.
1: More me and Sutter because we,
0: know <laughs> you We're boots guys. on the ground. Right. right. Cause experience <laughs> it firsthand. Because you guys begged to be paid while they didn't get paid. Um, Anyways, so Sutter, can you talk a little bit about your um, uh, obsessive and close to an insane fandom for the wait oh where are they san diego yeah, we're in los angeles right now. Oh, the, the Los. oh london the LA oh wait charges. yeah they're moving to london right yeah the LA. Tra- okay l.a london, london london i'm down to move Long, anywhere but los angeles london charges okay cool talk about the charges a little bit yeah I mean, how was
2: that game on monday The the game was pretty brutal but i mean i've been a fan <laughs> f- since 06 so i've seen it plenty of times Philip Rivers blown in the clutch mm-hmm. but a little background on why i'm a bolts fan is um I was born in 98. So in 2006, I was eight years old. I started playing flag football, fell in love with the game, mm-hmm. and I was tearing it up as a running back in the league. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I had six consecutive games. I think this is still a, a flag football record, but this, I opened the first six games of the season. The first play was an ex-zebra run, which is basically sweep to the right, and I scored a touchdown on the very first play six games in a row. I don't think another running back has done that. Nationally? <laughs> Actually, like literally ever in football history. <laughs> cool. And building off that momentum, I honest to God wanted to become an NFL running back. Like I thought I could make it. Um, so then I started watching NFL because I'm mean, the best to do it. That's where I wanted to be, right? And 06 right, yeah. happened to be the year that Wait, you LT. Didn't want to, you didn't watch the CFL to get ready for the NFL? I didn't pay Ooh. enough attention there. <laughs> but um, that's the year that LT went for 31 touchdowns and 1,800 rushing yards. And I fell in love and when he left in 2010 for the jets i actually cried when we released him it's dean spanos is the worst owner in literally professional sports he's an absolute cheapskate and i hate having him represent the team mm-hmm. um, but i've stuck with the team ever since so i've seen phil rivers for the last 14 15 years so it's been it's been a bummer now seeing him yeah, finally get the so you're like the on the edge rest. of killing yourself like it's, every sunday it is pretty damn brutal. I mean, it's been like a decade of that now, so I'm like pretty used to it. But now other people are catching on. Like the press is writing about it. They're like, oh, Philip Rivers. Yeah. It looks like maybe his time's up. He's got nine kids. He's he, He's got seven picks in two games. Like maybe it's time to hang up the cleats. And... As a Bolts fan, I hate seeing that, especially because I think we got the pieces right now to actually put together a competitive football team for you, a championship. But Your skill players are actually amazing. Yeah, yeah, as Colin Coward would say, we have two of everything. We have two amazing cornerbacks. We have maybe the best pass rushing duo in the league and Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Probably there. have the best uh, running back duo by far. I, I think absolutely. Austin Eckler is a mm-hmm. killer. Yeah, Austin Eckler is the best receiving back in the league, at least statistically yeah. this year. And no then doubt. Melvin Gordon has looked like himself the last two games, which has been great. I mean, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams is an elite deep ball receiver, you guys saw on the last drive. Hunter Henry, top five tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, knowing the team pretty well, like our biggest weakness is the offensive line. We, uh, four of our starters from or the or opening the, game are not the on the team right now. It could be the quarterback. Um, it could be the quarterback, be the quarterback yeah. too. But I mean, Philip Rivers it's, is like third the in the league in passing yards, so I mean, he can oh, yeah, get the ball yeah, downfield. Cool. But at the end, of, <laughs> the, 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 the end of the day, it's we're the only team he's, in NFL history to have all seven losses be by a touchdown or less, and yeah. he has 15 picks on the year. That's so. super cool.
0: Um, he's literally the, the Russell Westbrook of the NFL. Well, more, not literally.
2: more James
1: Harden, it's more volume. Yeah, it's you know, volume,
0: but yeah, he's not clutch.
1: It's interesting to see, you know, a quarterback and he doesn't win anything. A quarterback with the third most passing yards in the league somehow does <laughs> not even be like in the top 10 of like MVP consideration. He he might be the first to like reach that kind of like love. If you're ever the quarterback with the third most passing yards in the league, someone's going to talk about you as like at least being good yeah um and the conversation around philip rivers has turned pretty sour lately which (laughs) brings me to the question is this his final are these his final whatever four six games
2: all i've got to say is i listened to his post-game interview after that disaster in mexico city where threw four picks and sealed the deal with that uh end zone reception. that was one of the worst picks i've ever seen really
0: he literally did not see the guy that was just guarding him It was like
1: the Russell Westbrook uh, interception in overtime a couple of games ago.
0: Russell Wilson? Wilson. (laughs) Nice, nice. Uh, Um, No,
2: it actually, yeah, it was similar to that. It was really bad. Both of those plays were terrible. But yeah, the way Philip Rivers sounded in that postgame interview, I've never heard him talk with that sort of just absolute disdain and disappointment in himself, and I've never seen him. Like, usually he's got like a go get him attitude, even after he throws for 400 yards, three picks, and he lost the game. Like, that happens so often, but he sounded dejected and I'm concerned that I mean he's got nine kids now I think he's gonna go for double digits I mean <laughs> I mean literally they have to have two cars to drive these people around and oh his God, mom that's can't, crazy. I mean his wife can't do it all himself so I could honestly see this Honestly, being the last year that he. Well, you guys also have Tyrod Brooks. Taylor. Like, if you put him in like Game Four,
0: you might you probably be going to the playoffs. I don't he understand threw eight picks in the last two games. Very winnable games.
2: Yeah, I just I don't understand why you don't throw him in like a package or something. Like, just get him out there. Like, totally fool the defense. Because I mean, yeah, Tyrod Taylor, RPO. you know, well, Tyrod Taylor and Phillip Rivers are polar opposites. The defense wouldn't see it coming. We That's haven't true. used them at all. Why not yeah. throw him out
1: there? And you know, teams have found success with that concept. A team called. The Baltimore Ravens the, Re- that right? the Redskins uh, the Baltimore Ravens actually
0: <laughs> I mean the Redskins also did a two quarterback package you people they forget where, where they would no, where they no, no no they'd start um was it Colt McCoy yeah they'd start Colt McCoy and then they'd be like ah shit we're down 20. Let's just throw our rookie in that you know we just me- we wasted a huge draft pick on him. we'll just put him in the game without any time to prepare anything We'd throw him in the second quarter <laughs> just botch the rest of the game I mean it's not his fault but mm-hmm. I think you guys could do, like, you just follow the Redskins' way like the rest of the NFL does. You know, they lay the blueprint down for everybody. So Yeah, they
1: they are the biggest, like, copycat creator, of yeah. course, you know, in terms of trends. Yeah, no doubt about you it. You know, there's the Wildcat Dolphins, and, and then right under <laughs> them is the, the
0: Redskins. Yeah. You yeah, know, I actually I do feel bad for Dwayne Haskins because, he th- like, he's got a crazy good arm. And, like, he probably would be good on another team if he was coached well. Guess, and
1: if he didn't have to beg his offensive line to, like, trying
0: oh my god that video is crazy they were not having it yeah not for a second what did he say he's like what do i have to do to make you better or something like that he was like i think it was coming from a good place but he it was bad he should not have said it the way he did oh
1: no that's i totally i totally respect that yeah like i'm not like usually a fan of calling your teammates out but like it was perfect and if yeah if the gm or anyone that front office wasn't already about to get fired if I were to have my, like, possibly considering, like, cutting some of the offensive linemen. Really? Yeah, because they just sat there and like, oh, this fucking guy. Yeah, he's like, I oh, mean, he's like the one person on the team who's trying.
0: Yeah, he's driven. Yeah, hey, I, I I do like it, too. Like, I like it when people get fired up at each other. Like, at the end of the day, yeah. like, if you got a winner on your team and he's trying to fire people up, like, that's what you want. And that's
1: a team that's about to head into an offseason with a lot of draft picks and a lot of money yeah. and try to fix the ship. So, I, I, it's like an easy selling point. You can just show people that clip and be like, hey, our quarterback actually cares.
0: Yeah, and then also... I mean, you got to think about this. Like
2: everybody knows, it's like the old saying. Like Dan Snyder's gonna figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I'm curious from you. I want to hear your guys' perspective on the the Dwayne Haskins situation because he obviously hasn't impressed a whole lot the first couple starts that he's had. But he's gonna get another five or six games under his belt. What if he keeps up that not looking like he's gonna be like a franchise quarterback in the future kind of pace? Do you think that the GM is gonna be able to swallow that bullet and draft one of the? They're gonna have a top three draft pick. Mm. You've got two uh Hurt or you have Tua, Hurts, Burrow and Burrow, all four of them coming out. Easily can have selection the top two of them. Do you bite that bull? Do you swallow that pill and say, you know what, I fucked up last year. I'm gonna go get one of the top quarterbacks on the board, or do you roll with them? Well, you can
1: make the the case that it at least on paper would be somewhat similar to Josh Rosen, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. But uh, first, of course, in a situation like this, it depends on who they bring in, at coach and GM. Yeah. Um, because the reason that Josh Rosen was replaced is because. Uh, Cliff King had the biggest heart on the mm-hmm. world for Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, hey, to his credit, he said if I had the first pick in the draft, I'd draft him before mm-hmm. he became the coach. So, yeah. you know, I respect that, you know, yeah. sticking to your words on that one. <laughs> but uh, it would seem deeply unlikely. This is just a, a team that's like so, so completely void of talent outside of Terry McLaurin um, that, like, I, he's just. I don't think it's going to happen in, whatever, five games. Yeah. I think that's true.
0: Like I said, yeah, I mean, exactly what Jimmy said. Like, it all depends on the GM coach, like, coaching staff situation. I think, like, Josh Rosen is a fantastic talent. He can huck the ball. I mean, he was racking up 300, 400-yard games all the time at UCLA with a, like, pretty bad team. Like, not, not great team. Yeah. And I think his talent's there. I think he's just lacking a good coaching staff that's willing to put in the time and work with him to make him a better NFL quarterback. And I think he actually, if they didn't draft Kyler in Arizona, I think he would have been good there. And I think he would be good on, like, a bunch of different teams. Like, I always think about Russell Wilson. I don't think he necessarily would be an NFL quarterback on every team, like, if he was drafted onto that team. But I think Pete Carroll saw something in him and was just like, let's do everything we can to make this guy good. It took seven years, and now he's probably going to be the MVP. I mean, obviously, we like, they won a Super Bowl, and they almost won another one. Don't remind me. What happened at the end of that? I don't really know. I blacked out. Um... (laughs) With sadness. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I think it just depends on what type of coaching staff you get into because there's so much talent wasted in the NFL. And it just really, like, Josh Rosen might never be good.
2: I just, I think he's got an attitude problem. Like, I don't know yeah. if you guys listen to the guy yes. talk. He just doesn't seem very interested in football. He oh, seems yeah. like he has other pursuits. He seems like a very intellectual guy. And much like there's a lot of talk right now with Herbert, like, I talked to. Griffin Weinhold, one of my roommates, his dad <laughs> yeah. is very involved in Oregon football, and he's talked to the guy a lot, and he said, like, Herbert, much like Josh Rosen's great comparison, they're both very intellectually driven and, like, take – he's got a 4.0. He wants to become a doctor and stuff. Like, he's the kind of guy who doesn't see the NFL – he doesn't think he'll be a quarterback for 15, 20 years, which obviously if you're drafting that high of a quarterback and that kind of slot, like, you want that guy to be your guy for a long time. I and mean, you're seeing this now more with, like, players like Andrew Luck retiring early – like, some of these guys have got a lot of the pursuits and realized people are getting CTE. They're getting all these injuries long-term. Is it smart to play football for 15-plus no, it's, years? No, it's not, but it's cool <laughs> as fuck. It <laughs> it's so awesome.
0: Um, no, honestly, like, I, I get what you mean. Like, I have to say, like, if you're going to play sports, like, you got to be kind of like a freak in some sort of way. like Of course. Kind of like a little bit of an idiot and mm-hmm. a little bit of a psycho Absolutely. to be, like, into it. Like, but Andrew Luck was the... He was the minority where he was really smart, but he was also crazy. Like you seen all those videos where he's like, Good hit, buddy. Like he loved getting hit. He's like he was just like into that shit. He was he loved it. He got too banged up, he he had to retire. But Josh Rosen has gives me the air of like just too cool guy, you know?
1: Oh, I wouldn't call Josh Rosen a
2: the cool guy. no I'm saying, I'm saying attitude cool wise. Guy. no yeah Josh, he's like oh I'm cool guy yeah but he's not exactly. you know he's got he like, an inflatable hot tub in his yep. dorm okay, freshman like, year I mean that's a really like a hype cool. move but I
0: don't think he's that cool no know. no I don't get me wrong come on he's not cool he went to, he went to UCLA yeah come on yeah, um yes. all right so let's let's keep it rolling here um we're gonna do what are we gonna do guess that line or we're gonna do yeah. pick him first you can do guess that line guess, guess that line
2: all right Sutter what do you got for us? All right, all right. All, you know, I'll do it. I'll all do it. right. So how this is gonna work is Scalbania is gonna read off some of the games, the matchups, just the two teams and the home team, and we're gonna guess what the opening line or the current line is right now from a betting perspective. And me and Jimmy are gonna guess and see who's gonna get closer. All right.
0: Just, just for perspective here, I'm reading off ESPN lines, just, just so you know. Yeah. If that changes your, your thoughts on this. Okay. So, Minnesota against Northwestern. Oh, we're going college. Football. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on. Oh gosh, that's, spend... that's trickier. Right? How yeah. about
2: we start with the NFL because I feel yeah. that a lot <laughs> okay. better. Okay. Well, <laughs> for the record, I just, t-
0: I just picked that one because it's
1: surprising to me. For the record, Minnesota, I I'm gonna guess 37 points.
2: Minnesota and who? Uh,
0: Northwestern. Who's two and eight?
2: Vegas actually doesn't love Minnesota like you can see. They were dogs against Iowa. They were right about that. I'd say Minnesota minus 23 and a half. See, this is why I picked it because I thought it was interesting minus
0: 13 and a half that's, that's garbage I know it is garbage that's free money I know, that is free I agree so this a game free. in Illinois. Uh, let's see I think it no I think it's um it is it's at Minnesota. Interesting. Um, less than two touchdowns. I You're know. gonna go place a bet right <laughs> now? <laughs> I've oh no, no, a... sorry, 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 it's at Northwest, yeah. Right. yeah that makes more ball, sense. Yeah. But still, Still. it's, it's not serious. like that's a hard place no, to yeah, play. That's, that's
1: that's dog shit.
0: <laughs> okay. Um let's go with <sighs> oh, that's too easy. Let's go Giants Bears. Um, who's the home team? Uh I believe sorry. ESPN's not making it very easy on me. It is at Soldier Field. So bears are at home. Bears minus six and a half. I'll take five. Very well done. So bears minus six. That's nice. That's very nice. This guy, I mean, you can already tell. He's a a degenerate. I'm a junkie. (laughs) Okay. Let's go with... uh, No, let's... mm, Wow, there's... Cowboy, uh, let's go Packers
2: Niners.
1: Niners minus two. This is Niners at home, right?
2: Yeah. Um, Packers Niners. Let's go Niners minus three and a half. Okay. Very
0: close again. Uh, Niners
2: minus three. Okay. It's pretty solid.
0: You guys are pretty good at this. You guys should probably stop betting. <laughs> to- <laughs> um, okay. We'll do last one here. I'll do. I'll. Can I do a college one? Of course. It's a little yeah, more sure. fun for me. I don't know why. You guys are too good at the NFL lines. It's weird. <laughs> uh, Penn State, Ohio State. You got at, It's at Ohio State.
1: Bucks by nine.
2: See, I already saw this one earlier uh, in the week, but they're favored it? by 18. Ooh, which I got crazy. 18 and a half, so you actually. And also, play. I just. I know, 18 and a half is mm. a lot, though. They wow. Think they're they're
0: hot, hot on Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's actually fair. I think they're going to blow them out, but. We'll see.
2: We'll see. It's one, spicy. One my, I don't do a whole lot of sports betting. I do pay attention to the lines and stuff. But the one true. recommendation that I would have for you guys is uh, what I like to call my free money teaser of the week. And oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys are familiar with the teaser is, but you pick two separate teams and you tease the line six points in a direction that you like. So I think I think that Penn State getting eighteen points is too much, but to ensure that they're really gonna cover i'm going to tease at six points so on top of 18 i would get six more so there'll be 24 so penn state plus 24 that is over three touchdowns i think they're going to keep it close i think mm-hmm. it's this being a one touchdown game honestly and then i would tease that um you didn't mention the seahawks game i did see that line there um they're getting a point and a half on the road at yeah. philadelphia i love those games where the lines are very similar and getting six points either way gives you more than a touchdown so with that being said, I like getting six points, six and a, or excuse me, seven and a half for the Seahawks on the road. So Seahawks plus seven and a half, tease that up to seven and a half, and parlay that with Penn State plus twenty four. And I, I like doing this like once a week and putting a good amount of money on that, and I've yeah. had pretty good success with that. So. I like that. I like it's that. Beautiful. I,
0: he, just notice how local lunatic Michael Sutter he says I I don't bet very much only when he's down a lot <laughs> and he's when he's taking a hiatus. Yeah, he's gotta, like oh, I don't I don't really bet that much. Yeah. Because i I owe my bookie three hundred dollars. <laughs>
2: then it's time to cool
0: things off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, no, that, that actually is a great for you betters out there. I don't even know how many how many we got listening, but that's a pretty that's a pretty solid free free money teaser. Yeah. And I do love the Seahawks. Either they're going to lose that game or they're going to kill the Eagles. I think they're going to kill the Eagles, but I'm not sure.
1: I think Michael just made us a lot of lot of
0: money yeah I agree
2: that's the beauty of the teaser if you find these close games where the lines a point point and a half and you bring it over to a touchdown you're mm. positive it's going to be a three-point game you're going to win no matter what yeah it's just a matter of picking those games and feeling comfortable on one side
0: coming off a bye to Seahawks by the way bye week is the worst thing ever as a fan I hate it I couldn't I didn't watch any of my own team last week fucking sucked anyways um and there weren't any really any good NFL games well
1: hey you should get excited for two bye weeks coming in the near future what do you mean? Oh, they're ex- they're gonna extend the schedule. Seventeen mm, games. Come on. Two bye weeks. That's mm. the worst. Double the fun. I mean,
0: don't get me wrong. I'm all for players' health and safety. They need it, but it sucks. Like they need the rest. I get it. it football hurts your hey, body. You're a lot.
1: getting an extra game though. I
0: don't. I hate it. it. Okay. Sucks. I want football all the time. You know, it's just like
2: I don't want to have to sit on a Sunday and watch. Michael's sort of freak out about
0: the Chargers. Yeah,
2: I need yeah. more Bolt Gang or Dome Bang in my life. Here's a proposition. <laughs> Why don't we take the league and we'll have the, the teams uh, switch off. They play every other week, but you have half the league playing one weekend and half the league playing another. So you essentially make it a 32-week-long season <laughs> where you play every other week, but you have content for over half the year. You get to watch NFL football the whole time. Uh, see, You know what?
1: In terms of weather... It doesn't not make sense. I mean, it's, it's it the same thing crazy. as soccer weather and soccer yeah. does no, the same thing. You
2: can branch well, it into the summer, take advantage of those months. And people care so much about player safety right now. Like, I think Thursday night football is going to be gone the next couple of years because of player safety concerns. Give them a whole two weeks off. That's enough mm, time no, to They're not going to get rid of Thursday night football. You can also football. completely... make so much money off of it. No, no, but trust me. But there's a big player movement going around oh. it right now. They're trying to really get out of you that. You can
1: also completely obliterate the rest of sports in America, <laughs> aside from baseball.
2: Aside from golf.
1: <laughs> Aside from esports,
2: the, the, the true American they, sport.
0: The if they start encroaching on Masters territory, that's where I draw the line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once the I gotta talk. I mean, I just gotta say that me and my dad obsessed about this every time. Here there's this. Go. There's this stretch of the year where it starts off with March Madness. The NBA like so. March Madness happens. You're hyped as hell. It's awesome. Then the NBA starts heating up. Then you got baseball starting, and you got the Masters, and then. But at that point, you just launched into the beauty of summer sports. You don't have football. I know that sucks. But then you got the finals coming up. You got more golf, com- like the great golf tournaments, U.S. Open, that type of thing. Baseball is getting right into the thick of the season. I'm just like, I marvel over that time of the year every year. It's awesome. It's okay, well, I mean, that often. actually
1: brings in an interesting point. Maybe you can hop in on this letter. Yeah. Uh, personally, I think the greatest stretch of sports is in October every single year because that is when mm. you have – it's, it's the most concurrent sports at the same time. Absolutely. You have playoff baseball. You have the thick of the the NFL, but especially the thick of the college football season. Mm-hmm. You have NHL starting up. Yep. You have NBA either starting or around the corner. And it's literally like two weeks away from the start of college basketball. Yeah. It's, See, it's almost every single thing at the same time. And it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I would just
0: disagree because, first of all, March Madness trumps playoff baseball. But I maybe disagree. that's... that's Really? I you disagree? 100%. Like, I just think the first two weekends of March Madness. Hold on, Madness, hold on, hold on. What?
1: How many times have you... <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay.
0: I never, I've never. i yeah, never seen my fucking... T- yeah, nuts, that's great. It's October. fucking awesome. Okay. I, that's probably what... Yeah, I've yes.
2: you've been there before, Sam Scalbania. Yeah. Come, come on now. Come yeah. on, you yeah. fucking fake Giants fan. Shut up.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry, sorry been,
2: I've been a Giants fan since 08. Royal Bay Area
0: sports fan, <laughs> baby. I just... I'm depressed, and I just need my space. On
2: the Mariners, okay? okay? Okay. That's something we don't talk about. How did on the Mariners here. do 2010, 2012, and 2014? I didn't oh, follow them very closely. It's some other team <laughs> oh, on that God. year. I don't... I don't know What was it? This What's is the, terrible. Oh, We're oh, moving on. Let's do pick this, this is the San Francisco Giants. Won the World sucks. Series. I hate
0: just this, guessing. dude. Just we're just dynasty. saying. We're okay. just saying things. Like okay, okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. What, what just happened? They missed field goal? Off the crossbar. A little doink action? Yeah. Big doinks. Doinky doink. Big doinks out here in Amish. Um, Okay, let's do some pick'em, because if we bring up the banners again, I might have a breakdown on the mic, which I think everybody would actually probably pay pay some good money for, but that's okay. Let's start it off easy, breezy, beautiful, call girl, USC, UCLA, I think we're all, well, we talked
2: about this a little earlier, we're a little torn. For me, I'm going to actually do an interesting play. Um, I think SC could easily cover this 14 points, but I do want Clay Heldon out of the building personally. And my advice advice is to take the 14 if you want to bet it straight up, but I would advise doing a pleaser, which is where you tease 10 points in (laughs) the opposite direction of the line, which basically means you think USC is either going to crush it or UCLA is going to keep it very close and maybe win it. I think UCLA might keep this game close. So I'm going to please it down to four points. So that's UCLA plus four. If you pair that with another um another game that you like you can get five to one payout so it's pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> very good that's the, the the gamblers take on it yeah, that's yeah, an advanced it. sports betting tactic but, i love um,
2: it i so i would go ucla plus four
1: um. <laughs> all right cool U- usc is gonna win by a lot <laughs> of, yeah i think a so lot too. a lot of points i could
0: see it kind of being like uh the cal game it's gonna be a little it's kind of tight at the start yeah. where you're kind of like oh shit. Oh, they're gonna do it again. We're gonna fucking lose UCLA, blah blah. blah. And then they're just gonna unload. Yeah. I will say one more thing. I love that Graham Harrell. He's first of all, he's kind of a nerd for WWE, which is weird. But it's he tweeted great. out. and it's pretty funny. But he tweeted out um, like the stats of the wide receivers at USC. It's like twice the amount of receiving yards as anybody else in the Pac-12. And he was like, <laughs> "You get a catch. You get a catch." He like did the Oprah gif, and he was like, "Playmakers come here." I just, know uh, it was a cool recruiting thing. No, and I, I love that I we I run the air raid offense. I love just bombing it. Um, sorry, quick
2: tidbit. So I, I'm going to take USC. They're going to kill him. Um, Penn State, Ohio State. I mean, I already told you guys I like the free money teaser of the Dude. week, I'm getting up to 24. <laughs> but um, wait, is this a straight pick on who's going to win the game? Well, no, it probably spread for this one. Okay, true,
1: but I, I actually do like the the concept that we get the the betting take on everyone. Okay, so yeah, no, keep
2: like going, okay. it, keep please. going. No, I, my apologies, but um, no, 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 it's just it's I, like, I, like I said, I mean, it's, I would tease it up to twenty four points for Penn State, but um, mm-hmm. but that being said, I think is still too many. I mean, you can lose by two touchdowns and a field goal and still cover and make money. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go Penn State plus eighteen, but I think Ohio State's gonna win the game. Yeah.
1: Um, I actually think that Penn State has a pretty solid chance in this game. Yeah. And maybe it's just me because I really don't like Ohio State and I want like, you know, like Urban to get like a bit of fire in his belly. I wanted to see <sighs> Ohio State lose and just be like, Yeah, I need I, to get and, back I get there. back.
0: Yeah. Um I'm Gonna get back at Penn State.
1: That said, you know, I think that the chaos that would come out of them losing would be pretty bad for like everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I'm gonna have to err on the side of Ohio State here.
0: I think Penn State's gonna cover, but I think they're gonna lose. Ohio State, like I don't know, they haven't played like big games yet, like but the, everything that I've seen, just they look unbelievable. Yeah, they look like one of those teams that people used to say like, oh, they could beat the Browns this year right, when the Browns were mm-hmm. fucking awful. I love that stuff.
1: Yeah, no, they still could beat beat the Browns
0: this year. <laughs> <laughs> Baker's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyways, next game. Oh, we're going NFL now. Um, Cowboys. Patriots.
2: What do you guys got? Sutter. What do you think, Jimmy?
1: Oh, um, I, I mean I, I think it just has to be the Patriots. That Nine times I and mean? the tenth time on Tuesday, whatever the saying is. Um it the Cowboys are a putrid Are you checking it seven days a week
0: and twice on Sunday? Yeah, that that one. <laughs> Nine times a week and twice on Thursday?
1: On Tuesday. Um, <laughs> we're creating our own phrases here. Uh but no, I, I, I think that the the Cowboys are a putrid dust storm of a team mm-hmm. and I don't like them because I hear about them too much and they're just not that good and Dak Prescott being regarded as an MVP candidate is absolutely oh, it's disgusting I hate it it devalues the award so I agree Patriots by anything
0: I'm gonna say Cowboys cover because I'm not sold on the Patriots offense they only scored 17 against the Eagles they've been kind of shaky all year their defense is crazy but Cowboys offense is the number one it's the number one offense against the number one defense I, what's the, People usually say defense wins championships. I think usually offense actually wins those battles. Like Playing defense is just hard in the NFL. So I'm going to take him to cover. I think the Patriots going to win because Jason Garrett's an idiot.
2: He's For me, so bad. especially with the NFL, very tricky to bet and pick games even. With the two things I like to look at, the quarterback and the coaching. And I think that the Patriots have a pretty strong advantage in both departments with Tom Brady. Touchdown Tom at home in Foxborough. It's getting cold. He knows how to deal with that weather. Mm-hmm. Um, Dak Prescott isn't there, and I honestly think Jason Garrett's very limited as a head coach, and I want him to get exposed. So I'm going to take the Patriots to win, cover, and I think it could actually get pretty ugly. I think they win by two, three touchdowns pretty easily. Yeah, Oof. I could see
0: the Patriots. D is my best player on my fantasy team. It's awesome. Try it out sometime. It's fucking great. Um, unbelievable. They could go off again. I mean, they haven't gone off for a couple games. So um, next one, Packers Niners. I'm going to take this. I'm I got. I'm just excited to say this. Packers are going to kill them. It's not even going to be close. Jimmy G sucks. Aaron Rodgers is awesome. And the Packers, I think, are ripe to just let one loose on somebody. And I think the Niners are just, they're not, I think they're, they're not fake good,
2: but they're not, they're not elite. I go as far to say they're fake good. I don't really? think they're a very good football team. I think their front seven's fantastic. I think yeah. their cornerbacks are very limited. They have a safety name, Tart and Jimmy Ward. They're both not very good football. I've seen them. I, I've they're my second team, so I've been watching the Niners for a number of years, especially back in like 2013, 2014 when they were getting the Super Bowl. So I know the team pretty well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're fake good. I don't think their O-line's very solid. And I think they're very, very limited on the perimeter on the offense. I think their receivers are very bad. You saw that yeah. the other game. They had uh, seven drop passes, which is just... And, and Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders is out too, I think. Yep. He's kind of he's kind of back and forth. He's had okay. some issues with concussion. I think I wound up oh, playing he, this game. He had a ribs
0: injury. He ate too many before the last game. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. So with that being said,
2: <laughs> he's I on my fantasy team. He lost me a game by point one. I'm pretty Sam, angry.
1: Sam has been canceled for that. job. Um, so
2: <laughs> I'd have to go with the Packers, and I would bet money line there. Um, they'll get three points, but you get plus one, 35 or something like that. So let's get back. Nice. You know, maybe it's just the,
1: the Santa Clara magic, but I, I'm feeling the Niners. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that, you know, they lost a close one to the, the fake Seahawks, and they <laughs> they are they're certainly going to take that personally, and they were certainly too close last week against the Cardinals. So everyone's yeah. going to want to take the, the, the fake Niners take that you guys won. Yeah. But I don't know. I think they have to b- win a big one. They they're gonna be playing for that first round bye slash top seeding in the NFL in the NFC, yeah. and I, I have no reason to bet against them. Truly, I,
0: I think Jimmy G's gonna get nervous, he's gonna shit his pants, knowing that he he's gonna lose the number one seed to the Seahawks
2: if he loses this game. Mm. Jimmy so. G hasn't been there. Aaron Rodgers has been there. I'm gonna take yeah. that's that's a coaching. Actually, see, it's actually, gonna be a, it's gonna be a disgusting game. Don't get
0: me wrong, folks. It's gonna be gross. It's gonna be defensive all game. Aaron Rodgers is gonna get pissed. Was it Matt Lafleur? I yeah. might be dead by the end of it. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I think people—it's it's, going to be mayhem. The field's going to be all torn up. It's going to be bad. It's going to be like weirdly cold in San Jose.
1: Someone's going to like cut their pinky off at halftime again. Yeah, big but, Niners thing. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Okay, last one: Ravens Rams. I just the the Rams aren't even—they're not fake good. They're not fake mediocre. They're just bad. I think they're just bad. Ravens, Ravens are going to kill them. Ravens lock. Yeah. um where's this, this game this, at? this and is um
2: where's, th- where's this game what's the one
1: it's across the street yeah it's okay. at the about Bal- uh, baltimore three? is three yeah, yeah. minus
0: three, three. Oof. um i think they're gonna murder him that's, that's because i
2: still love the rams because they have so much star power on both sides of the offense or excuse yeah. me both sides of the ball mm-hmm. um so i hate taking a pretty like an experienced quarterback even though uh lamar jackson's been tearing up this year um i still i mean people forget rams were in the super bowl last year They have a really offensively-minded genius coach. I mean, I haven't seen Russell or, excuse me, Lamar Jackson play up against the likes of an Eric Weddle and Aaron Donald. Jalen Ramsey's been on fire. I think it's going to be a lot closer than you guys think. And I'm honestly, I'd probably say the Ravens are going to win, but I think it's going to be an incredibly tight game, and I could see it going either way. I I hope it's a good game because
0: I like good football. But I think they're going to kill him because Lamar Jackson is awesome.
1: He is. I mean, as as the reigning not the reigning. The also leading, Clay
0: Matthews is not gonna catch Lamar Jackson. I'm oh, gonna, not in any universe. Yeah, but they're but the to put him in the spot. And he's going to be like you know, as, oh, the, as
1: the leading MVP favorite at the moment. No true betting flag. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um Lamar Jackson has exposed every single defense he's played against this season. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, people talk Patriots about concerns too. of playing the Rams. He took yeah, he took about the Patriots before anyone else did. Yeah. He he took put the you know, took them apart, put them back together like a like a car mechanic. Yeah. And then just took him apart again, because fuck it, you can.
0: Uh, I have to say, one of the best tweets I've seen in a long time from Jalen Ramsey this week, he tweeted at Michael Vick. He said, hey, at Mike Vick, can you tell me how to stop you? Or actually, the 2019 version of you? We don't know how. Hashtag (laughs) Ravens first Rams Monday Night Football. Interesting. I mean, it's going to be... pretty awesome.
1: No, it it is awesome. I mean, you know, comparing him to someone who's... You know, never had the playoff success that Lamar Jackson is about to have this year. Um, You know, if you want the watered down version of Lamar Jackson, sure, hit up. Oh, my God. All right.
0: We're getting. I hate to end on that, but (laughs) I guess we're going to have to. Thanks, Jimmy, for ruining the end of a great podcast. (laughs) Um, But, anyways, thanks for tuning in. As always, Slackers Podcast signing off. Go follow us on Twitter. Check us out. Thanks for the Michael Sutter, local lunatic. He sounded less lunatic y yeah, today. Okay. He sounded very, yeah. other than the obvious uh, betting issue. But uh, <laughs> well, we're helping him through that. <laughs> yeah, we are. Thanks for having yeah. me, gentlemen. Yeah, absolutely. All right. See you guys. Love you.